What is up, guys? Welcome to The Real Build. I'm your host, Bill Ryman, your broker builder. What I'm going to be doing with this show is actually showing you guys what exactly you need to look for prior to buying, building, selling, or even renting a home. I'm going to bring in some of the top people in the industry so we can dive deeper into discussion about these topics and really give you guys the tools you need to learn and know prior to making one of the biggest purchases of your lifetime. So with that being said, guys, welcome to The Real Build. Welcome to The Real Build. I'm your host, Bill Ryman, your broker builder. And today we have a very special guest all the way from Oklahoma City, Damian Heim. What is up, Damian? Not a whole lot, buddy. How are you? Uh, doing good, man. And uh, thank you so much for coming on. This is actually your very first guest on uh, The Real Build today. How you feel about that? That's awesome. So I want to dive right into this. I want to get started uh, pretty quick here. So you are a builder in Oklahoma City. Let's hear a little bit more about your background. I started building houses oh, about 2000, into 2000, 2001, somewhere in there. Um, started with a gentleman that was an insurance adjuster. And he built houses on the side. And I started by just punching them out and doing things like that. And then one day I was doing some demo work for Service Master, and he called me and said, hey, man, what'd you make last year? And I said, that's kind of personal. And he goes, well, I want to offer you a job, and I don't want to insult you. So we came up with a number, and at the time we could do, I think, six houses at a time. And fast forward 13 years later, we grew that company from six houses at a time to the day I left. We had 282 homes under construction at one time. And uh, he's no longer an insurance adjuster. So, um, he's one of the largest builders here in Oklahoma. Okay. And I helped him do that. And, uh, you know, there, when I left, I left, we, uh, we got so big that I didn't have any personal connection with, with the buyers anymore. And uh, I think it's important. I mean, there, there's a, definitely a place for good quality portfolio style builders. Um, that's just not me. Um, you know, it got to where my wife and I'd meet somebody in the grocery store. And and I was the introducer. Sorry to interrupt you on that. When you say portfolio builders, let's just specify what you mean by portfolio builders. Okay. Portfolio builder is a guy that has set plans that cannot be deviated from um, with limited choices. And typically they build a lot of them. So that's what I'm referring to. Okay. So the plans are preset. You as the customer, you come in, you want to make changes, move a wall or something. That's not an option for you. You get these options, you know, your paint color, your tile, whatever their predetermined options are. And that's all you get to choose from. Um, that's really not me. Um, he wasn't quite going that direction yet, but he is today. He's a, definitely that direction. He's very good at it, very successful. Um, so it got to the point where my wife and I would meet somebody in the grocery store. I wouldn't introduce her because I didn't know their name. And they would talk to us for five or 10 minutes and they'd walk away and my wife would go, who's that? I said, I have no idea. And it was somebody that we had built a house for. And so when I started this, there was two things that I wanted to hit on. One, it's the biggest expense that most people spend money on in their lifetime. So right off the bat, it should be what you want. 
I mean, if, if you're going to spend that kind of money, you should be able to get what you want. So we try to make sure that we get everybody what they want within their budget. Okay. Second thing is quality. Obviously quality is expected. It's not always done. We put our emphasis more on the things that you can't see behind the wall. To me, that's more important than things that you can't see that are strictly cosmetic. Um, so I'll spend a little bit more and make a little bit less to get a higher quality product on the things you can't see mm -hmm. uh, because that's what's going to make your home last. Mm -hmm. The third thing is personal connection. You know, it, it, it's, uh, it's kind of funny, but I want to know every one of my customers. So I want for them, when we're done building their house, for their phone call to me to be, hey, man, why don't you come over? We're grilling out. Yeah. I don't, well, you know, it's going to happen where you get a phone call where, hey, man, I got this problem, and you go take care of it. But hopefully, I only get one or two of those, and I get a lot more of, hey, well, we're grilling out. What are you guys doing this weekend? Exactly. Exactly. So diving a little deeper into that, so you started Handmade Homes in 2014. Um, to get a little deeper, what was your reasoning behind starting Handmade Homes? I mean, you've kind of said a lot of it, but to get a little deeper into it. So for me, I think the main reason, um, is personal connection with the, with the customer and uh, just to get out on my own. Um, you know, I've been doing it for 13 years. Uh, which was great, great learning opportunity. Um, you know, great to have run a company of that size. Um, and the aspect that I did, I was VP of construction for that company and helped it grow. And I thought, you know, if I were to do 30, 40 homes a year, closing that number, I could manage that easily, but more so I could know every customer and not have to go, Oh, you're, you live where when somebody calls me. Mm -hmm. So okay. personal connection, which is very important. So I saw too that, uh, I saw that you were a Marine and you served. Thank you so much for your service. Of course. Uh, what values, uh, did the military teach you, uh, that kind of, you know, as far as that you're, you know, putting towards your business today? Well, Marine Corps, three most predominant values are honor, courage, commitment, right? They, when you're in boot camp, they pound that into you, honor, courage, commitment. Well, commitment, our level of commitment, I feel, is higher than anyone else, okay? When we tell you we're going to do something, that's exactly what we do. If we bid it, for example, if we go to do a remodel job and we bid it and I miss something on the bid, you don't get charged a penny more. It's what I bid it at. My mistake is not your fault. I committed to you that I would do this at this price, and that's what the price is going to be. Which in most cases is rare, what a lot of people are seeing out there too, which is awesome. Right. And then honor, right? I have a warranty. Warranties are written by lawyers. There's things that are not covered on that warranty. 99% of the time, if you didn't cause it, I'm going to take care of it. There's always something that, you know, you can't take care of. Um, you know, if you get right down to it, something minor, um, you know, like, for example, plants. Plants sometimes die. 
I have no control over whether you watered them or didn't water them. That would be something that I would probably go, all right, here's my landscape guys, name and number, give them a call. I'll have them hook you up with my price. Mm-hmm. So, um, and then courage, you know, courage is, is probably the, the biggest one. It takes a lot of courage for somebody to sit down, especially a first time home buyer, sit down with a builder, talk about what they want and have their budget in front of them and try to get everything they want in that budget. So, um, which I feel like we do pretty well at. Which is a very important thing too, as far as building. So, I mean, you, you spoke a little bit about this earlier on and, um, I know us personally as a company too, uh, we're big on quality. That's kind of where we base our repetition, our, our reputation on. We try not to skimp or kind of cut any corners. Uh, we're known for quality or the materials we use and everything. So what materials are you using or things you are doing to stand out from uh, the rest of your competition? Sure. So for us this year, going into this year, we're doing all of our homes energy star rated. Okay. So what that means is um, our homes will be constructed with two by six exterior walls. Um, that would be our R20, I believe in the wall. Um, we're going to do R44 insulation in the attic. We're going to have solar board decking to, you know, make the heat, um, the attic more heat resistant. Um, you'll have, 96% efficient furnaces with uh, 16 sear air conditioners. We're actually trying to work out a program um, that uh, our local electric company has uh, to put in 20 sear air conditioners. Um, we're not quite there yet, so, but that may be coming yet before the end of this year. Um, all of our houses will have tankless water heaters, low windows, all the energy saving features that we can do a lot of what we do on top of that is we'll take what you would typically see in a $500,000 home and we'll find ways to incorporate those same amenities that usually most people relate to as a higher quality. Mm -hmm. We'll try to emulate those amenities into a $350,000 house. So um, um, I think the energy start thing is going to be a big thing. I think it's coming to uh, uh, soon where, houses are going to have to be energy start. Yeah, we're doing a lot of it down here too. Um, I mean, as far as insulation, we've been doing a lot of the spray foam insulation uh, big time, uh, which is, uh, and then we were actually, they're running en energy calcs on all the windows too. So they got a little bit of a tint to them too. So it's, yeah, it's a lot, especially down in the heat here. It's much needed too. So and then, I mean, we talked about uh, this a little bit earlier too, just to kind of uh, go a little deeper. What is it about a custom home builder that stands out more than your typical, like you said, portfolio builder approach or uh, we can say track home style of building? Why should people build with a custom home builder in your opinion? One, if you build a custom home, you're more likely to get exactly what you want. But if you purchase an existing home from a custom home builder, you're going to get a home that don't look like the one three doors down and six doors down and nine doors down. Um, like for me, for example, I don't build the same house twice 
in the same phase of the addition typically. Um, and if I do, it's going to be a ways away from that other one. You know what I mean? So that you don't come out your front door and look at your neighbor across the street and go, Hey Bob. And Bob's got your house. You know, nobody, nobody wants that. So mm. we, uh, we try to change the floor plan every time. So, uh, most times if we do build a similar floor plan, um, we've changed it up on the interior and the exterior. So it's not the same house. That's custom for you right there, right? Yeah. <laughs> it's custom yeah. as it gets. I mean, another thing too, what, what I'm seeing down here more, and I'd like to know about your area. So uh, I'm seeing more and more people are starting to begin to see quality uh, again, not so much price. Um, you know, as the times are getting better, there's, they're, they're going into our homes and actually looking at the quality and looking at the detail that we put in uh, versus worrying about so much about, you know, the overall price of it. Are you seeing that kind of in your area as well? Yes and no. I think it's a uh, price point driven. Um, I think your higher priced homes, um, are more quality driven. Mm-hmm. Um, and then when you get to your lower priced homes, they're, um, not that they don't higher quality, but the price is the most important thing. Mm-hmm. Um, the, uh, the buyer at say $400,000 here in Oklahoma, they have a certain quality expectation and, when you are already exceeding that quality expectation, they realize it and, you know, they're willing to pay for that. And then when you talk about maybe $180,000, $200,000 home, it's usually a first-time home buyer that doesn't know what to expect. So they looked at one or two homes and, and got that price point, and that's the number that they've got in their head, and that's what, what they expect. They don't necessarily know – um, what exactly to look for. Um, and I think if they don't have a good, good realtor, um, mm-hmm. they can get taken advantage of. Mm-hmm. So another big question here. So when, uh, when somebody's walking through your homes, what are the areas that stand out most? Like what's your specialties in these homes? What should people be looking for in your homes too? What stands out? What are you mainly known for as a custom builder? We do a bunch of different stuff. Um, ceiling features. Uh, we some of our houses will put uh, old woodwork in. Like um, I think I showed you a picture one time of yeah. the wall that I have was a hundred thirty year old shiplap. Yeah, um, like that. We did a ceiling out of a similar product uh, for a custom home that we did. Uh, or until I ran out of them, we were putting. 130 year old beams as mantelpieces, just something, you know, just a little different than, than what everybody did, but something that you walked in and you went, Oh, that's a handmade homes house. Or wow. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, um, but a lot of times we'll do a, a ceiling features. Um, first thing that you see when you walk in, like a, a grind vault ceiling in the entryway with a really cool light fixture. Um, we're actually very fortunate. We have a great designer that, uh, she helps out a lot because I'm probably like most builders. If I had to pick it myself, it would all be pretty much the same. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it all looks awesome. 
And I can so, tell you, lots so of you, you have an in-house designer that works for you guys. Uh, she's not in-house. She works for, she's independent. She works okay. for other builders, but she's been doing my stuff for a long time and uh, she does an amazing job. And oh. what, uh, you know, there's lots of times where I'll look at the stuff she selects and I'm like, there is no way that's going to look good. And I don't question it. I just do it. And when it's all done, I'm like, okay, she knew what she was talking about. She pulled it, <laughs> she pulled it off. <laughs> One of those. Big question here. I mean, this has been, you've been seeing it, obviously, with the news and everything. We see a lot of it because all the news today. But uh, we all have natural disasters. There has been a lot over the past year. What are some of the things you are doing to make your home safer? So a tornado is a little different than most, uh, most types of natural disasters. Um, here in Oklahoma, tornado, that's going to be your biggest natural disaster. Um, although if it don't quit raining, flooding might catch up to it. <laughs> so right now in the spring, we run a promotion for anybody purchasing an existing or custom home um, through the tornado season that, you know, download a voucher with us and you'll get you free storm shelter. Um, we use the storm shelter company that's all, most all the storm shelter companies here first off are F5 rated. So, um, you know, that's pretty rare that, that an F5 comes around. Um, but uh, I think it's important that people are safe in their home, um, especially during storm seasons. Uh, so we, we emphasize a lot on that. And then most of our building codes here, you know, you'll see builders advertising um, the way they bolt down the bottom plate, things of that nature. Um, but most of them are, are building code required and uh, uh, just about everybody's doing. So as far as your, uh, your overall market, another kind of market question, do you see your market kind of more shifting towards building new homes or actually buying uh, completed new homes that you've done, uh, like spec homes or, uh, are, you know, actually, let's rephrase this. Do you, see, do you see it shifting more towards new buying, purchasing new homes, new construction versus uh, existing homes or, you know, older homes? overall on your market price point driven okay i think a lot of it's price point driven in the on the lower end of the market we build homes from the low 200s all the way up to we're currently doing one right now that's uh over a million so um i think that's price point driven um i think uh your options when you get below two hundred thousand are very limited unless you're looking at an older home or a pre-owned home. So I think that's somewhat price point driven. Uh, in your, your say, school districts, that plays a big part in it too. If there's not developable land to put new construction homes or a neighborhood in, um, then you're, you're limited. You know, if you want your kids to go to school A, and there's really not developments in that area for you to, to get a home or land available to put a home in, you're limited to purchasing, you know, a pre-existing home. Um, and then you have, again, price point driven because um, if you get into some school districts, right, the only homes that are available 
because it's all built out are going to be a lot more expensive than than uh, uh, pre-existing homes. So, okay. And you've talked about this earlier, uh, based on customer service. But as builders, we know that the key to long-term relationships and success is customer service. What do you offer that others don't in your area that customers need to pay attention to before building or picking a builder? Well, um, I don't remember when we started doing it exactly. I think we started it the first of this year. It was something that we talked about last year. Uh, we don't wait for you to call us and tell us you have a problem with your house, which I know a lot of people do that. And, you know, it's, uh, there's nothing wrong with that. I'm not, not saying I know better, but um, what I like to do is we send a, an email to each of our customers at uh, the three month mark of living in the home. Um, again, at six months and again at 12 months and just basically asking them, Hey, is everything all right with the house? Is there anything you need us to do? Or is there anything we can help you with? Do you got a project that you need our help with? We'd be happy to help you with any of these things. And then when we send them the, uh, 12 month one, which is saying, Hey, your warranty expires in 30 days. Um, is there anything left that, uh, you feel we need to come take a look at and address? And, uh, uh, if not, um, could you please fill out the survey and let us know how we did? Because if we don't know how we did, we think we're doing fine when maybe we're not, we don't think we're doing as good as we should, which is always for me. I'm always thinking we need to do better. Um, but we get to judge where we're at and it's not our opinion of where we're at. It's our customer's opinion of where we're at. So, um, which I think is very important if they, yeah. they, that, Hey man, you're lacking at this, then I'm going to do everything I can do to turn that around as quickly as possible. Yeah. Which is awesome. So, um, so another spinning off of that, obviously a business, we want to develop personal relationships with our clients. So, what are you doing different to, you know, keep that and maintain that relationship down the road? I know you spoke on it a little bit earlier, but. Sure. Uh, um, I'll give you an example. I have a, a customer that I think I've built him five homes. Pretty sure it's five um, ranging in price from across the board. And uh, uh, we, you know, he calls me once in a while. Hey man, I got a, I got this thing. Can you, you know what I need to look at, you know, something with the house or like last night, completely not house related. Hey man, um, I'm an investor in a restaurant that's having a second anniversary party. Would you like to come over? Sure. So go to this restaurant, have dinner, um, great atmosphere, great guy. And just the opposite too. Um, you know, sometimes I'll call him, Hey man, we're, we're having a poker game. I know you play poker. You want more play, you know, that type of stuff. Um, I think a lot of it has to do with paying attention to the customer and you can get your customers into some of the same things you're into. Like for me, cars, motorcycles, things like that. I, that's what I'm into. So if I know that I have a customer that's into motorcycles, I might call that customer on Saturday and go, Hey man, I'm getting a bike out today. You got time to go for a ride and you know, things like that. Awesome. Yeah. A lot of stuff I'm, we, we kind of do too is may, you know, we mail out, you know, holiday cards, stuff like that, but we always kind of emphasize too, we're here to help, uh, even outside of the warranty too. I mean, I've had people call 
you know, about after houses we built probably 10 years ago with issues that some plumber said they had to rip out their whole, you know, this and that. And then we go over there, we'll go for nothing. And we take a look at it just to check what they're talking about. And then it ends up being a small fix where all you got to do is cut out one little piece of drywall, you know, change out a pipe or something like that. And yeah, yeah it's just the, the small things. And that's what builds those relationships. Yeah. That's yeah, sure. definitely. My wife and I were at dinner the other night and I got a phone call from a customer that we built their house five years ago. And she called me. She said, Damon, my, uh, my furnace stopped working. Mm-hmm. She said, you told me over the phone about two years ago it did this. And you told me over the phone what it was. I said, well, I don't remember what I told you. I said, but I'm probably 10 minutes away from your house. You want me to just come over and see if I can fix it? So my wife and I drove over, fixed it. Right. It took 15 minutes. Uh, it ended up being something small. There was a little moisture on the on the dead man switch for the furnace, clean it up, make sure the line's clear, move on. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've, I've, had, I've had a situation with water heaters where uh, it was just like a trip GFI, but I still went over there and <laughs> just re- reset the GFI. Hey, your water heater's working again, but yeah, yeah that's, yep. that's uh, some of the small things too you gotta do. Um, last and final question, the big one right here. Uh, this is what the show is about. So what exactly do people need to look for uh, when prior to buying or building a home in your area and why should they choose handmade homes? Well, I think the first thing people should should know prior to buying or building a home is they should do the research on who they're buying or building with. Um, if, you know, if you pull up Builder Joe and he's got nothing but negative reviews. And then you go to the Better Business Bureau and it's all Fs. You know, it's probably not the guy you won't, won't work with. Um, some of that homework's on you. Um, but I think it's also important that you hire a good realtor. Um, you know, it doesn't cost you as a buyer to a dime to have a realtor. Um, me as a builder, I pay the realtor. I, I love having realtors come around. Um, realtors bring customers thinks they can do this without realtors is wrong. Mm-hmm. Um, yes, in my opinion, I don't think it's possible to be of any size successfully without the influence of realtors. Um, with that said, some realtors are better than others. So just like some builders are better than others, do your homework on it. Um, mm-hmm. Do you have the right people helping you get what you want? Um, and you know, it's uh, it's an interview process. When somebody comes in and talks to me about building a custom home, they're interviewing me. I'm interviewing them as well. You know, um, do our personalities mesh? Are we going to be able to get along? If if we're not able to get along, and there's there's nothing wrong with that. Sometimes you just meet people that you know you you don't mesh well with, and if it's going to be a, a bad experience for them. I would rather refer them to somebody that I know, that I trust, that is of the similar personality so that they can get along well and make it a good experience. It's better for everybody. Biggest purchase you ever make typically. And with that, why shouldn't it be the most enjoyable purchase, right? You buy a new car, that's your, that's pretty fun, right? Mm-hmm. It's a pretty big ticket item. Why shouldn't a house, which is four or five, sometimes more 
times the expense of a car. Why shouldn't that be just as fun? Mm-hmm. It should be. So we try to make sure that um, we go in with the understanding of what the customer expectation is and that they go in with the understanding of what our expectation is. And that way, when we get to the end, everybody's had a great experience. And there's going to be, you know, that come up when you're building a house that mistakes get made as, as a man-made product. It's how you handle that mistake. So uh, I feel like if you, uh, if you handle it well, then you don't do anything to damage the relationship. It's a long-term commitment. That's for sure. That's the one thing. So it's got to mesh. Everybody's got to mesh too. And I'm big on their talent, you know, people doing their research and everything too, because obviously there's a lot of builders out there, uh, you know, and a lot of people coming into it don't really do that research, which they need to, because it's, yeah. Yeah. And just do as much research as possible. That's what I tell a lot of people. I don't bash anybody. I just say, look in them because it's a big internet. You can find out a lot about people and that's oh, yeah, the best definitely. way to start. So, so. I think that's probably the biggest thing. Um, and, you know, as far as why to choose us, um, you know, uh, I feel like we do exactly what we say we're going to do. Um, sometimes to a fault. Mm-hmm. It, you know, something happens, we didn't cause it homeowner didn't really cause it, but it's their responsibility. We try to help. That's what we're here for. We're here to help you not only get the home that you want, but stay in the home that you want. Awesome. Well, that's pretty much it. That's all I have for you. I want to thank you uh, for coming on. You're the very first interview on this, on the Real Build show here. Um, one last thing though, where can, just so they know, where can they find you? Like what's your website where on social is, uh, handmadehomes.us. Um, you can find us on Facebook, handmade homes, Instagram, I believe it's handmade homes underscore LLC. Um, but there's a links to both on our, on our website. Okay. Okay. Great. Yeah. Once again, I appreciate you coming on today and uh, we'll catch everybody on the next episode. Hope you enjoyed. Thanks guys. Thank you so much for joining me today on this episode of The Real Build. I am your host, Bill Ryman, your broker builder. And guys, all I ask for is if you enjoyed what you heard today, feel free to subscribe below and also spread the word. Tell your friends and family to come join us. And also, if you want to join the discussion, please comment below. I'd love to hear about your experiences with these industries and discuss them on further episodes as well. Uh, If you're involved in any of these industries, feel free to reach out to me. I'd love to feature you on a future episode and discuss what you do further. And, you know, it's all about spreading the word, guys. That's what this is all about. You know, it's a big topic. It's a big investment for everybody. And we want as much value and information out there as we possibly can. So with that being said, thank you guys so much. And I'll see you on the next episode.